Wait. If we want to build the future, we're gonna need something. Like a high-speed internet connection that can turn my ideas into reality. Like the skills to become the world's most powerful coder. The resources to make more films with people who look like me. Like me. Like me. Like me. Like me. Like me. Like the tools to start my sustainable shoe business. Way more space to collaborate. Yeah, that's better. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to open doors for the next generation so they can build a future of unlimited possibilities. Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude Podcast. Hello there, and welcome back to the Diversity Dude Podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And for those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond what I share in podcasts like this, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Designed for more than just therapists, if you're a helping professional in any way, Diversity in Clinical Practice can help you meet the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve. And it's available in paper and audiobook versions for your convenience. And whether it be through one of my one-on-one efforts uh, as a relationship therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author or speaker, know that my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So today I want to share with you a few encouraging words about the importance of celebrating Heritage and History Months. As we transition from Black History Month to Women's History Month, many are reminded that there are numerous Heritage and History Months, including Native American History Month, uh, Heritage Month, Asian American, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, uh, LGBTQ plus Pride Month, uh, National Disability Employment Awareness Month, just to name a few. And while many transition smoothly from month to month, learning as they go, looking forward to celebrating their own culture as well as learning about various cultures outside of their own, there are also those who feel and or express frustration at the seemingly unnecessary preoccupation with hyper-focusing on specific cultures at the expense of everyone else. Interestingly enough, uh, when I have the pleasure of working with and equipping helping professionals who dedicate their lives to serving and supporting others, Even they admit sometimes to struggling with the expectation that every month they feel the pressure to be expected to make someone else feel special just because they're part of the culture of the month. As a result, frustration sometimes builds into resentment and potentially even pushback in the form of negativity toward other groups. In an effort to help those on both sides of this experience, I would like to share with you a few considerations, uh, just some things to keep in mind when it comes to celebrating cultural heritage and history months. Consideration number one, it's not about making certain people feel special. Cultural heritage and history months are not designed to single out certain cultural groups as if to put them on a pedestal so that everyone else can look up to them and say in awe, wow, aren't they great? You're not. Rather, it's often an effort to intentionally shed light on the historical experiences of those who had a significant impact on how this country was and in many ways how it is today. 
Unfortunately, it often seems odd and out of place to some because one of the weaknesses of the education system in this country, as great as it can be, is that it does not have the best history of balance when it comes to informing students of the history of the greatest variety of cultures available, even if it is relevant to the ancestral experiences of those of the increasingly diverse students being taught. This is why the question of why don't we have a white history month is so divisive. Because for so many, this seems like a reasonable question. But if so many cultural groups uh, have their culture celebrated, then if I identify as white or Caucasian or European American, then why should we get left out? Uh, why shouldn't we be included as well? However, it, what is often overlooked by this question by many who ask this genuinely intended question is the reality that the vast majority of the history that's currently being taught already celebrates the historical history. Uh, achievements and contributions of white individuals and related cultures. The goal is not to leave people out as much as to help people who already feel left out to feel included. Which leads to consideration number two. It's not only about race and ethnicity. One of the things that I appreciate is that Heritage and History Month's acknowledge, uh, those acknowledgments extend beyond finding the right number of races or ethnicities to highlight because culture extends beyond race and ethnicity to also include gender, sexuality, religion, uh, and more. And there have been efforts to acknowledge a greater variety of under-acknowledged cultural experiences. Sometimes it's not until Women's History Month or LGBTQ plus Pride Month or Disability History and Awareness Month that some people get the chance to finally feel seen rather than overlooked, dismissed, or even minimized. Similarly, for, even, for every temporarily celebrated uh, group that you don't identify with, that can become an opportunity to do two things. One is to be grateful for the privilege of not having to feel under-acknowledged in that particular way. And two, is to make the most of the opportunity to of that dedicated opportunity to learn about experiences outside of your own. It may even help you expand your perspective and thus improve your interactions with others on a day-to-day -day basis as well. And finally, consideration number three, there will never be too many cultures to learn about. I hate always and never extremes, but here's what I mean. I often hear from people who support celebrating Heritage and History Months that the original idea may have had merit, but it's kind of gotten out of hand. It's gotten to the point where every month has multiple cultural groups claiming that month. Not only that, but in addition to cultural heritage and history months, there's also numerous awareness days scattered in between. And it's just too overwhelming and unreasonable to have to remember and celebrate them all. And to this, I say, I get it. If the focus is to memorize everything about everyone all the time, then you've failed before you've even started. However, if you do not believe, um, I do not believe that this has to be the goal or criteria by which we evaluate ourselves and others. Rather, instead of feeling the pressure to know and memorize everything about everyone, we can learn to appreciate cultural heritage and history months and, and awareness days as continued reminders of the great variety of life experiences, past and present, that contribute to the world and society that we live in. As you have the opportunity to do so, learn a little bit more than you did the day before about whichever group of people is being celebrated that day or month or year. Not out of a pressure or guilt, but out of a genuine appreciation for feeling seen and valued and a consequent desire to help others feel seen and valued as well. My hope for you is that as you have the opportunity to do so without pressure to have already done so, 
that you would be able to make the most of the opportunities to not only learn about the experiences of those whom you identify with who came before you, but also to learn about the cultural experiences outside of your own, including and beyond race and ethnicity. The more you learn about the vast variety of what and who came before you, the less uncomfortable and difficult it will be to interact with the vast variety of who exists around you on a daily basis. And with that, I say thanks again for listening to the Diversity Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address in an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame-free and empowering guest speaker or training on this often sensitive topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.lambertsfisher.com. And if you know anyone else who can benefit from a positive and shame-free perspective on this often difficult topic, feel free to send them a link to this podcast to be encouraged as well. Or you can consider sharing with them my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available in paper and audiobook formats on Amazon.com. And I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in future podcasts to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this. You don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Boost your immunity and help protect your community. COVID-19 is still here, and it's not too late to get your booster. Staying up to date with vaccines can help build protection that has decreased since your last shot and provide better protection against newer variants. Boosters are an important part of protecting yourself from getting seriously ill from COVID-19. To learn more and schedule your appointment, visit ramseycounty.us slash COVID vaccine. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did, go to DFC, dot st thomas dot edu and set up a tour we'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at doherty family college you know shaletta makes you laugh but did you know shaletta brundage can also make you think and boost your business media personality activist and comedian shaletta brundage founded shaletta makes me laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture it's a podcasting platform You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. 
racial covenants had structured every aspect of life. Keeping black people in black spaces. Slavery's history is Minnesota's history. So much of working towards racial equity is around telling our own stories. Did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left, fake them out. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. When you're running your own business, it's exciting to imagine what's possible and overwhelming to think about how to make it work. You need a banker to help meet challenges and make the most of opportunities to grow. At Bremer Bank, we understand that success is always a team effort because right now, relationships matter more than ever and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com.